I want it your real estate resource. Welcome to Your Real Estate Resource, a show dedicated entirely to the subject of real estate. So what is Your Real Estate Resource? This is a weekly show where we're going to bring in guests from all over the real estate network, experts, to just talk about some of the common questions that they're getting asked on a day-to-day basis. I'm Steve Bravithis. I'm the broker owner of Bravithis Realty. I've been selling and managing agents for over a decade now, and I can guarantee you, as you're listening to your real estate resource, know that I am bringing you the absolute best talents in their industry who are going to give you guys honest answers to the common questions that we're getting on an everyday basis in this ever-changing real estate world. So we're lucky enough to have with us Jason Jean from AFN today. Thank you so much, man. This is awesome. Yeah, more awesome for me to be here. Great. Thanks for um, having me. You bet. You bet. So Jay's uh, a UMass uh, graduate, 2001, same year as me. It's been a little while. Yeah, it happens quick. <laughs> happens quick. Uh, loan originator in Mass and Connecticut, right? And number one loan officer in the county for units and volume, as well as number one loan officer for units and volume on purchases. That's amazing, man. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've... Yeah, done a few we, loans. We do. Yeah, we do a good job. Our team is our team is fantastic. So awesome. A lot of credit goes to them. Beautiful. So plan today is just let's get some knowledge out there to our listeners. Uh, some of the misconceptions about buying a home and getting the financing. Some of the mistakes that you are seeing people make when they're going for the loan. You know, that's kind of what I'd love to to uh, focus on. And uh, I know you got a special little uh, gift for our listeners, little discount. So make sure you guys stay tuned to the end. Um, mm. And let's get into it, man most common misconception out there on, on loans. Yeah. So this is, this is a great venue because <clears throat> I really wish that a lot of people had the information that we're going to talk about. Um, it's, it's a travesty that they don't because it, it prevents people from buying a home. So, uh, what, like probably the biggest misconception that we see is how much do I need down? Right? So, so many people still think, you need a 20% down payment. It blows my mind because we've been doing loans with no money down for so long that every, every time we run into someone that sits, still thinks they need 20%, it just, sure. it's just shocking to me. So, so many of our loans are three, five percent down or less. And, and, and we do have you know those programs like the USDA loan, we have the veterans loan, the VA loan uh, for military and former military that are no money down. As so well you, as, wait, when you say no money, I mean, literally, I got zero in my savings account. I can buy a house. Literally, if these people were to go rent a property to live in and they have to come up with first, last and security, they're going to spend more money after we structure the deal yep. with you and your team, sure, we structure that deal, they're gonna pay more money renting than them. they would buying. And yeah. sometimes the payment is gonna be lower as well. So it's like, it, it's just a no brainer Beautiful. for people to buy homes. So uh, that's probably the biggest misconception. Don't need 20% down. Do Number not one. need 20% down. Okay. Some people do if their credit is battered and torn up, you know I mean? I'm not saying that everyone qualifies for no money down. But that's probably the biggest thing that we see today. Number two. Number two, credit inquiries. And you probably run into this where people don't want to have their credit pulled. All the time. 
Oh, we, we, we get the buyer in. First thing we want to do is get him over to a loan officer. Uh, I don't want to get my credit pulled. It's going to kill it. I heard, you know, I've got credit karma. I'm all set. Don't right. pull my credit all the time. <laughs> right. I'm all set. Well, I'm good. I know what my score is. Right. And the reality is you bring up a good, you know, a good topic. Uh, credit karma scores. I love credit karma. It's great. Get it. It's free. The problem with it is that the algorithm they use to calculate their credit score is not the same one that the banks use to calculate the credit score. So if you're a 720 on Credit Karma, you could be a 672 when a bank pulls your credit for a mortgage purpose. So there are a lot of differences in that. Um, but credit inquiries, back to our original topic, sure. credit inquiries for mortgage purposes really only affect your credit a couple points. Usually, now I've been to umpteen different credit seminars, they all kind of say the same thing, but typically it's a couple points. Now, if you go to 15, 20 different lenders, like if you go on to, I don't want to use the online, I don't want to use someone's name online and talk about them negatively, but they, they, they send your information to a hundred different lenders. And if you get your credit pulled 20 times, that will affect your score. So, so it's not good to go online and put your information everywhere. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, to each their own, but I would not do that unless you, you know, you do want to see a decline in your score. Uh, but typically if you're, if you're going to apply with up to about three lenders, just to kind of shop around and get get make sure you're getting a good deal and a fair shake, then that will only count as one score or as one inquiry okay. rather, and it shouldn't affect your score more than a couple points. Okay. Now, what I see when you go to an auto dealership, I don't want to throw those guys under the bus either, but the guys at the auto dealership, those are auto inquiries, a little bit different than mortgages, so they affect your score more. And what those guys will do, same thing, they'll blast. If you're going right to the dealership to get your auto loan, they'll blast your information out to like 10 different banks and each of the banks that they work with pull your score. That will kill your credit score. So I don't advise you do that either. Uh, use, you know, you can shop around for an auto loan just by looking at what the rates are at your local banks and going directly through them. That way they only pull your credit once. One time. Yeah. Good. But credit inquiries really uh, should not affect your score when, when going for a mortgage. Okay. Yeah. Number three. Number three. Look at, looking at interest rates only when comparing lenders. Okay. So I know local lenders at credit unions and banks and other mortgage companies, but, but people locally here mm -hmm. that will tell you what their rate is, which is lower than what we might quote you. And it's because of the fact that they're actually tacking on fees to get that lower rate sure so those fees are also known as points in the industry mm -hmm. and they're a percentage of your loan amount so one point is equal to one percent of your loan amount on a two hundred thousand dollar loan that would be two thousand dollars or more that they could be charging to get that really fancy flashy rate but you're not asking the question well how much does that rate cost me sure how many points are associated what are the fees associated so make sure that you're comparing apples to apples when you're comparing lenders, because we're up against some really deceitful yep. c competitors sometimes. Yeah. So you can't just call in and ask, what's your rate? No, I wouldn't. Do that. I, no, I wouldn't do that. What's a more appropriate question? What's your rate? What are my total closing costs? What other fees are built into that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing is there's a lot of fees that are not lender related. 
So when you're comparing lenders, compare lender fees. Mm -hmm. Don't compare what they're quoting for attorney or homeowner's insurance because that has nothing to do with the lender. So I know other lenders who will go super low on homeowner's insurance, super low on attorneys, and I know the local area. Good luck finding that. You're sure. not going to get it. So ours may look higher on paper, but it's not our fees. So make sure you're comparing whatever the lender fees are. Well, how much are your lender fees in order to get this rate? And it's it's usually there's not usually a heck of a lot of lender fees. If there's a you know lender fees are generally a thousand bucks or less. Okay. And then you know the cost of the appraisal. If it's more than that, then they're charging you some something to get a lower rate, and that might be why the rate is lower. So just be careful. And then anyone can kind of put together something on paper and then delivering on it is a different story. Sure. So I could really give you, you know, I could create a piece of paper that says 1% interest rate, no points, no fees, give it to you, you sign it, and then we can change it down the road. Is it right? No. Do we do that? No. But others certainly can do that, you know? Um, so just, you know, do your homework. The best thing is to do when, when choosing a lender anyways uh, is to make sure that you're getting someone who's reputable, who most likely you've been referred to, not someone that you just kind of like yeah. found. Yeah. I feel like a, a lot of people, you know, they just go to their automatic, they go to their local go bank, their wherever bank, they got yeah. the check, you know, and I, and I do feel like there's some great local banks and credit unions with yeah, some great products sure. out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. But there's a million products out there. Yeah. And if they don't have the best product for you, if you don't fit into their bucket, it's probably not going to be the best possible loan that you could get. And the person on the other side of that counter, they might have started doing mortgages last week, mm -hmm. you know? And so we, we get, you know, from a local bank or credit union, we get a, a pre-approval. We've never heard of the person before and they, you know, they just started. So they definitely don't know all the right questions to ask, mm -hmm. you know? I, I think that's one thing that your group does really well is upfront figuring out what is the best uh, uh, product to put this person in mm -hmm. based on their overall financial picture. Mm -hmm. So you know the questions to ask so that we don't run into, we're three weeks into getting the mortgage uh, commitment and oops, we got a problem because we didn't ask this question up front. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like you'd think that you've been at your bank for 20 years, they're going to take good care of you. But we know because we do business in this industry those types of places aren't always very well known yeah. in the mortgage aspect of things. They're, they're kind of focused on a lot of different things, mortgages being kind of one of them. And I get referrals from local branch managers. Like we'll do the, the branch manager's loan. We'll do their family members' loans because they know how bad it is internally. Now, they certainly can't. Um, take any of the clients right. and say, you know, that, that they currently have checking and savings account and send them to us. Uh, but their personal stuff we're doing. So that goes to show yeah. really kind of how they're, they're, that's not their that specialty. Point. You know, the banks it's are, not, yeah. they've got a lot of different options, right? You can do checking, you can do savings, yeah. you can do CDs, you can do a loan, mm -hmm. you can do an auto loan. Are they the best at any one of those individual things? You know, maybe, but you can't be the best at all of them. Right. Right. So that's they're, they're right. definitely not the specialty. And things change. Yep. Things change, you know, so banks, banks change all the time. So they could be very good one year. And then the next year they, they really just reorganized and did, made some silly decisions. So yeah. that happens actually quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's, a, there's, um, yeah, it depends. Are they trying to grow their, their mortgage uh, applications or not? So they get more aggressive on their rate, right? Maybe they're trying right. to build their department up. 
Um, you know, I know there's a great local credit union that's doing that right now. So they've got an amazing rate. Um, that's yeah. not their normal rate. It's less than everybody. It's not what they normally have. But right now, they're trying to build up their mortgage loans. Exactly. So, yeah, you got to get educated. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so let's do this. We got to get to the break. Okay. okay. So this was awesome. Uh, tons of good information out there. If somebody has, you know, we're going to obviously cover some stuff when we come back here. Mm -hmm. We're going to cover some of the basic or biggest mistakes that people are making. What are some of the options that are out there? But if somebody has a question directly for you, or even they're in the process right now and they want to talk mm -hmm. to you or get pre-approved, how do they do it? Uh, so you can certainly give us a call. Our office line is 413-284-2239. And that's also on our website, which is www.thegenegroup.com. And that actually has an online application, takes five, 10 minutes. You can kind of complete that if you wanted to apply. But if, if you just have questions for us, you can just call our office. And if I'm not there, then we have, on my team, we have three other licensed loan officers as well that can answer any questions when you call. Beautiful. Um, so let's get to the break. Um, everybody stay tuned. Jason's going to give out a great discount at the end of today's show uh, for those people who are actually in the process now. I think we're going to run it through 2019. So that's yeah. awesome. Yep. And um, we'll be back. I'm Steve Ravithis, and this is your real estate resource. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homebuyers. 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. We wanna help you find your dream home and help you navigate the home buying process. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we wanna be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we wanna be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our buyer specialists. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Resource. I'm Steve Ravithis with Ravithis Realty. We've got Jason Jean here from AFN. We're talking mortgages. Before the break, we covered uh, some of the common misconceptions out there. Let's talk now about some of the biggest mistakes. All right. What are so, you seeing? So biggest mistake, uh, probably going to college. Okay. <laughs> Explain. It's kind of a joke, uh, but 
people, the amount of student loans that we see that prohibit people from being able to buy a home is insane. Okay. So if there's any, anyone who's younger or is considering going back to college, don't spend 70 grand a year to get like a general, general education degree. Because when you come out of that, you're, you know, you really want to have a plan as to what you're going to do and get a good career. Um, so it's kind of a joke, but it really does. Like some people, it affects some, a lot of people negatively nowadays. Uh, so just, you know, make good decisions, kids, right? Yeah. Um, hey, look, I'm on the be careful about going to college train anyway. You yeah. Know? I just think that this general education uh, and just going out and getting a degree is hogwash now. Like if you if you have a clue as to where you want to go, uh, then go there, get direct, you know, whether it's um, these uh, technical schools and you can get a specific right. skill. Absolutely. Right. Or go out and work and figure out what you like, you don't like mm -hmm. and then go back. But mm -hmm. it's just, a, you know. That's another topic, but it is another topic. I mean, we don't want to offend anybody, but at the same time, yeah, just be careful. If you come out of the school with $200,000 in student loans, there's your mortgage. Yeah. You know, and you're going to have a tough time getting another one. Yeah. Uh, but hey, look, but pro, pro education. That's what we're trying to do. Pro education. Absolutely. We're educating people right absolutely. now. I'm not saying I'm against education. Right. I'm just saying the traditional college route. I don't know. Well, the, makes sense for the everybody. information is just so readily accessible today. It wasn't. Yeah. 20 years ago when we were in college. Um, but, 2001, but, class of 01. Class of 01. Uh, but seriously, I guess the um, the biggest mistake that we do really see is people come to us way too late. So it's Sunday. Jason Gene is at home playing with his kids, cleaning the house, cooking dinner. That's That was for my wife. And, you know, we're having a great time. Get the call on the cell. Jason, so-and-so buyer just went to an open house. They need to make an offer because the open house was slamming. There's already two offers. They're taking highest and best by, like, tomorrow at noon. So now I got to go online. We got to get their application in. We got to hurry up and get it done within a matter of hours. Now, mortgages, if done right most of the time take more than a few hours to set up because of the fact that not everybody is perfect. And so if you're not perfect, then we need to figure it out and make sure that we set you up for success. Financially perfect. Financially Docs perfect. order. Huge down payment. Same job for two years. Perfect credit. No problem. Like, no problem. Those I can do in a matter of minutes. Sure. But not everybody's like that. Yep. And typically, the people that come to me on Sunday at 4 o'clock aren't perfect. Sure. Right? So what I would say is you start thinking about buying a house, get pre-approved. Yeah. If you can't get pre-approved and you go to an institution like ours, we're going to help you get your credit up. We're going to help you get prepared to get pre-approved. So we're going to create that roadmap. Hopefully our agents aren't doing this to you because everyone look, if, does. If, it. if you've got an agent that's uh, taken <laughs> till Sunday, you know they're not doing a good job educating, right? Well, so well, it, it's not that you know we educate, yep. but you can't force. Sure. You know your agents would deal with the same people that are out there. It is what it is. Some of these people they're talking to for months to say, "Hey, get pre-approved. Hey, get pre-approved." Can't can't force them. Sure. To do that, and then all of a sudden, they you know they 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 find the house on Sunday and they call me. So. I cannot tell you how many calls I get on Sundays. Sundays. Yeah. 
And we're happy, you know. Your wife happy. probably could, though. Yeah, yeah my, my <laughs> wife is, you know, she's, she's a good woman, so she, she gets it. But at the same time, for my wife's sake, get your, get your, pre-approval, <laughs> get your pre-approval before, you know, uh, before Sunday. All right. Um, Second biggest mistake. Uh, let's see. So we talk to a lot of people. They come to get pre-approved, and we look, and they just bought a really awesome car three months ago and you know how i can tell it's awesome the payment the payment's awesome okay like an 800 dollars a month payment now if you're making really good money and you have an 800 dollars a month payment good for you that's fantastic sure but if you're making 40 grand a year which is not a bad income yeah but not for an 800 dollars a month payment sure right your payment should be kind of relative to your income but we'll see people come in with you know, moderate income, yep. and they have that huge, ginormous payment. Not a good move, people. Don't do that. Okay. So, if we, if you have a smaller payment, or you can hold off until after you get your mortgage to buy that big shiny car, which I still don't recommend doing. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, you know, you should just kind of make make it make sure that it's in accordance with what you're making. Get the Uber app. And that's how you can get, get the Uber at Uber. Uber payments do not go into your debt to income ratio. <laughs> Beautiful. So. And I don't know if it's going to make your list, but once you're in the mortgage process, you still can't go and buy that car. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> so I've seen that happen as well. Yeah, that's the worst. Applying for new credit, even credit cards, balance transfers during that period. Buying, you know, a lot of people go to go to the furniture store and op- open up that they're going to buy five thousand dollars worth of furniture, and they can get ten percent off by opening up the credit card. That's going to cause a hiccup. Yep. You know, it could kill your deal. To be honest with yeah. you, most of the time it just causes I've seen, a hiccup. I've seen it. I've seen it kill a deal so often. We tell people up front at application throughout the process, and people still do it. So, yeah. because there's so much going on, I don't. Yeah. You know, so just just. You know, don't do that kind of stuff. Another thing that we that we generally see, not generally see, but uh, we have seen a lot of people do is change jobs. And changing jobs may not affect your mortgage capabilities at all, but sometimes it does, especially if you are like a commissioned type of person, or we're using like your bonus income to qualify. There are very specific rules for income qualification. Most people don't get this because why would they? They don't do mortgages for a living. Sure. But if you're like making a bonus and then you get a job that's making commission and you don't have commission income history, you can't use that to qualify until you have a long enough period, which is one to two years. Same with bonus. Like if you go from commission and now the new job is calling it bonus. Right. That's different. Huge problem. It's considered different in the eyes of lenders. So if you're considering changing jobs, you need to contact your mortgage loan originator to say, how is this going to affect me? Oftentimes, we're like, no big deal at all. You take the job, you're getting an extra five grand salary, same line of work. Maybe I'll need a pay stub or two before closing. Maybe not. So it's no problem. But oftentimes it can. So just make sure you, if you're considering buying a home, make sure you talk to a loan officer to say, how how could this job change affect my ability? Yeah. So that's kind of 
one of the biggest uh, biggest mistakes that we see. How about the um, typical process, right? How long is it going to take? Yep. Typical process is going to be one of those things that really differs from lender to lender. So I've, I've worked at lenders in the past where you probably needed 45 days to, to go from start to finish. I know of other lenders out there that you probably need 60. At AFN, one of the reasons we work there is our commitment to get things done a lot faster. Most of our loans are closing in under 30 days. We need about three weeks to get a clear close most of the time. Now, there's always situations where people, be, you know, things happen where the government has a shutdown and we can't get something from the IRS that's necessary to complete the mortgage application process. Things like that do happen, but on average, you know, it shouldn't, any real good lender should be able to get most loans done in 30 days or less. And that's a commitment that the companies generally have for fulfillment to their clients. Okay. So it's a really, when, when, when Jason Gene and the Gene group, you know, are looking for lenders to pair with, that's one of the main concerns. What's your commitment to underwriting these loans and how fast? Okay. But very, very important because some of the wonderful lenders that are nationwide that have great commercials that people love take a lot longer sure. to close. They just have really good marketing departments. So just because they have a really awesome commercial doesn't necessarily mean they can close loans on time and quickly. Yeah. I, one of my favorite sayings right now in, in all industries is visibility trumps ability. If you're yeah. a good marketer and you can make yourself look good, commercials, uh, social media, a lot of these guys can't deliver on the back end. Mm -hmm. you know? So um, well, we be just, careful. Yeah, we just closed one where you know they were working with that company that certain individuals really – it's really they, – they, they do a lot of stuff with veterans and they market themselves almost as if they were the VA. And they came in and they said, we can't close a loan in, in 22 days. Right. And we, we had a clear close in two weeks. Yeah. So we were, you know, um, so yeah. So it, it's different for everybody, but I would say under 30 days, generally speaking. Yeah. We're coming up against it. And I know you wanted to talk to these listeners about a little oh, giveaway yes. you're going to do. So let's get that in quick. Yeah. So, so we, uh, we're, for all the listeners today, if you mention that you heard us and found us on this radio program, then we're going to give you $250 off of your closing costs. If you do finance through us. Okay. So just make sure that when you apply online or when you do call in to our office to get a pre-approval that you mention this radio show and you're going to get 250 bucks off your closing costs. Amazing. Jason, thank you so much. Great to be here. One.